Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Eric Castletine is the voice of the Memphis Grizzlies radio network. Preseason game three. The Grizzlies taking on the heat tomorrow night. FedEx Forum, 7 p.m. You can hear it right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Eric, I think kind of the big preseason question coming in is what would the Grizzlies do at the four position? It does seem like that Santi Aldama was going to get first crack, and it seems like thus far he he's done a pretty good job of, of keeping a hold on that position. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, he's played well. Um, I think his shot looks much smoother. He seems to be shooting it with much more confidence. And, and he's really just kind of feeling the game is – um, you know, is coming more naturally to him than when it did his rookie year. I mean, if you go back and think about how he looked at times last year, he looked like a, a rookie. He looked like a kid that had played in a mid-tier Division One conference yeah. and against less athletic guys than he's playing against now. And he was rushing things and just kind of in a hurry. And um, now I think the Summer League really helped. It wasn't a great start to the Summer League for him, I think, the coaches are very good with that. We've seen this before with different Grizzlies players where, you know, it just takes some of that tough love to get in there. And, you know, I don't want to say bully them because I think that's a terrible term because that's such a negative connotation, but kind of push them into understanding that that they belong, that they're not here just to, you know, fill a roster spot. They're there because they wanted them there. So, um, and that's that's common. You know, that's fairly common. I think it's it's a little – bit of what you're seeing with LaRavia is too. He that first game in Milwaukee, the first five, six minutes, you could just tell he's kinda going like, What in the world? And then by the middle of the fourth quarter when he, you know, made a couple of plays, he said, Okay, well I, I can I can do this, you know. And not saying that he didn't believe that going in because I didn't have that conversation with him, but that you can see in their heads when they when they catch it that they that they get it. Now for Santi, I think he caught it last year, but still, again, you could see the in a little bit of a hurry not quite confident enough to just catch and go. And then you saw the home game. I mean, he made four or four from three. Granted, the last one was a bank shot, but it was a bank shot where he was straight on. He was in great position. He had a great release, and he was looking more for the foul 
coming and it just stayed online and you know good things happen when you when you do things the right way so well, yeah uh, and I, I did think that was important because we hadn't seen him play with the regular you know with with the starters with with rotation guys really very much whether it was obviously in summer league and even that first preseason game to see that you know that you saw more okay this is what it's going to be for those however many games he's playing when Jaron is out at the beginning of the year. He's going to, on offense, he is going to be, by and large, a spot-up three-point shooter on the perimeter and a guy who can maybe, you know, can clean up some some mess inside rebounding the ball. And then sure. you're hoping he can hold his own defensively. And, you know, out of the possible replacements, I'm not saying he's a looks like a great rim protector, but he looks like the best of what they have behind Jaron sure. as a rim protector. Well, and I think it gives you the freedom to put Brandon Clark where he's more comfortable coming off that bench and giving you that big burst, you know, at about the four-minute left mark or three-minute left mark, whenever they bring him in six minutes, you know, whatever the rotation's going to be, and that's where he feels more comfortable. Um, yeah, I think I thought in the Milwaukee game, Shanti looked like his, his rim protection was better. It's improved, obviously. He's long. He's, he's the legit seven-foot with length. Um, and again, the, the confidence of getting to spots defensively is also something that comes with a little bit of maturity. Listen, he, he still also has the ability, in my opinion, to be able to put it on the floor, to be able, if he knocks down a three or two, if you have to close out quickly, drive by guys. We saw the dunk last year that everybody loved where he went from the right side of the rim under the basket to the left and reverse dunked it. Um, so he's got some athleticism, and it doesn't hurt when you're seven foot tall with about a seven three wingspan. You're going to get up above the iron, but um, it's not a guarantee, as we've seen with some guys. So, uh, you know, look, that's is the question completely answered? I don't think you can say that till maybe we hit, you know, game five or six of the regular season. Uh, but listen, Orlando came in; that was their first game. That that front line is as big as any that you're going to face with Bamba and Carter. And then, you know, Bancaro, and, and those are going to be their guys. I mean, uh, Franz Wagner is going to be in their mix, too. And so the question because, comes, is it Bancaro starting or is it Wagner at the three? Is it Bancaro or, or Bamba at the four or five? And where does Carter fit into that? But that wasn't a group of guys that Orlando's not going to play. These aren't five guys in a magic jersey that three of them could be, you know, either overseas or working in the regular world hoping to catch a catch on with another team at some point or in the G League. Those were those were five legitimate NBA players that they started and um I just thought what you saw is one team has clearly gotten past the developmental stage and is now a legitimate playoff con- and, and you know contending team and one team is still very young and, and rebuilding and and the Grizzlies uh, it looked like at any time they wanted to flip a switch, they could. And, and part of that was Santi being confident. And listen, I, I I believe this: when you have a guy like John Morant and you're playing around him, his, his confidence flows into you. And I, I, what I liked, what I saw there was he he clearly had confidence in giving the ball to Santi. And two, um, you know, when guys made mistakes, he held them accountable. When he made a mistake, he held himself accountable. That's a little bit of the maturation process. Was there some showboating and? You know, fun things too. Yeah, that's part of the game. The game's emotional. The game's supposed to be fun. And the 360 dunk was great. But like when they missed some passes and some opportunities, if you watch, Jaw was on them and, and like kind of going, hey, you've got to be there or I've, you've got to be here. Or if he made a mistake, you look, I, my, my fault. I've got to do better than that. So that's kind of what I hope to see in these games because as we all know, uh, you know, <laughs> other than maybe if people are, uh, 
uh, trying to make a little extra scratch for the weekend for the for their football wagers. Uh, these games don't mean a thing, and you know they they mean getting your getting out there, getting the test run. How many of these dress rehearsals? I, and that's what I called game two a little bit of a dress rehearsal because we saw the main rotation. How many more will we see in these final three preseason games? Who knows? Uh, but I, I think you'll see at least one. And you want to see them, you know, continue to, to play that way. And, you know, where they struggled rebounding against Milwaukee because they didn't have Adams. They did have Aldama, but, you know, they gave up a ton of offensive rebounds. At one point, the second-chance points were 24-0 in favor of the Bucks, and it finished 24-12, to which I thought was a big turning point in that game where they were able to get themselves back in. They got some second-chance looks, but they were just getting beaten on the glass and they did that did not happen even with a good front line, a good sized front line for uh, Orlando the other night obviously we won't know till we see the games but going into the regular season what's the biggest concern while the, Giz- the Grizzlies try to navigate without Jaron for you i think it's the hole he leaves on defense i mean you, look your offense is going to score yeah we've seen we've seen that offense score with John Morant without John Morant with Jaron Jackson without Jaron Jackson although we only saw four games without Jaron Jackson but we've we've seen that offense roll up huge numbers without their best score i mean they, that's just it's the system as Stephen Adams said many times in press conferences and people ask him like why is this team doing what they're doing is that he said it's the system the system puts you in a good position to to make plays and uh, you know people forget and we we laughed about this when people go oh this guy's terrible he couldn't play in my church league yet wrong everybody in the nba is really good and, you know you're really good at basketball if you're in the nba does that make you a good nba player no but if you're a really good player and you have a system that can put you in a position to make plays um then you, the good things can happen you know look and these guys weren't 12th men in their colleges and, and, you know, barely getting off the bench and then got drafted. They were stars. They were stars in high school to get college scholarships. So they're in positions that they've been in before. Now there's always a very thin line between, you know, production and, and finding out that you're not quite as good as the next man. And then, you know, there is another level at the, at the NBA level, but um, defensively that's, that's chemistry. That's having an anchor, having a guy, behind you if you're a perimeter guy where you say I can gamble in this passing lane knowing that Jaron Jackson Jr. is behind me I can gamble on the steal knowing that I've got great help behind me and that's where I think it's going to be interesting because you remember the first 19 games last year they did not defend well at all in fact it was terrible defense in the first 19 games they were dead last in all of the efficiency categories um, they were nine and ten in Atlanta, and understandably so in the Atlanta game where they came in nine and nine, and Jaw tweaks his knee in non-contact fashion in like the early part of the game. <laughs> any any human being in that locker room should have been like, "Uh oh, what's going on?" And your your focus is just tweaked enough where Atlanta boat raced him. I mean, after they hung tough for a minute, Atlanta just opened up the throttle and said, "This is it." And those nights happen, but. To me, that was one of the most impressive things about that group. They rallied around the, the, the team philosophy of defense. Why are we not having the success we had two seasons ago now, which was for them last, you know, saying last season when they were a top-five defensive team that first playoff run. And they figured a couple things out, and I think they caught some breaks in the schedule with guys being out and you know, catching some of the lower-tier teams and worked out some kinks. And the next thing you know, they're they're battling their way back up the standings and into playoff contention. So I think that's it. I think it's going to be coming in with the confidence that even though you don't have 
one of the best defensive players in the league, that you can still get the job done as a group. It's going to be you know all hands on deck. Maybe you don't gamble as much on the steal. Maybe the steal numbers drop just a smidge. And the reason they lead the league in steals and blocks is because they're willing to take chances because they know they got a guy at the rim that can protect if they don't. Gambling on a steal can lead to a block. Uh, gambling on a steal can lead to a steal. And because you have a guy like Jaron Jackson who you have ultimate faith in, um, you know that, that makes a difference. And so that charges up a lot. So we'll see how that plays itself out, you know, who they face matters. I mean, let's be honest about it. They're not exactly playing a front-loaded schedule like they did last season. You know, that last season after 20 games or 19 games, I think they had the second-hardest schedule in the league. Um, This year, you're going to see Utah twice really early on. They're in a rebuild phase. What's Sacramento going to look like? Although everybody, you know, thinks their rookie is outstanding right now, and he looked that way in summer league and looked that way in his first preseason game so they're not going to be a pushover Damian Lillard's back in Portland but you get Houston you get Dallas uh, on the road see what they look like without Brunson they still obviously have one of the best players in the world but this isn't you know four times against Golden State in the first two months and three times against Phoenix and the the way it shaped up last year so you may be able to have just enough of a a cushion there but then you get back and you got to be ready to go because then it does become a gauntlet once you get around Christmas and you start facing all the, the top-tier teams and, and more prime time and, and visible matchups. And I think that shows that the NBA gets it, that this people want to see this team and viewership goes up after Christmas Day. So look at where the Grizzlies are. The, the more recognizable games, the more favor, you know, favorable for a TV audience matchup come a little bit later in the season. And, and that's a part of, I think, of a respect that the league has now for this organization and team and what they believe can be one of the, one of the bright stars in their, in their league. Yeah, and it's fortuitous with Jaron's uh, injury status. Uh, Eric, wanted to get your thoughts. We got the NBA's annual GM survey this week. Thank you. Also, yeah. um, also got... Today, Zach Lowe dropped his rankings. Want to want to read Zach, some? By the way. He's great. Yeah, want to read some things to you and get your thoughts on him. So okay. Zach Lowe and his rankings. He's got these categories. Essentially, he calls that he's calling this category the inner circle. Essentially, the teams he views as the top NBA title contenders. Sure. He, he does not have Memphis in the inner circle. He's got Golden State. Golden yep. State, Clippers, and Denver from the Western Conference, and then he's got Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly from the Eastern okay. Conference. He's got Memphis in the next category down, which mm-hmm. is strongest claim to spots three through six in the West. He's got Memphis in a group with Phoenix, Minnesota, Dallas, and New Orleans. Then yep. you've got the NBA's annual GM survey. They had the Grizzlies pegged at fifth in the West, but I thought this was a really interesting category. Which team's level of success this season is toughest to predict? And the top vote-getter was the Brooklyn Nets from GMs. Makes sense. Right. Second uh, leading vote-getter was the Lakers. Again, kind of makes sense. The third leading vote-getter in that category, which team's level of success this season is toughest to predict? The Memphis Grizzlies. What yeah, do you make of all? What do you make of all that taking together? Do you think this is a tough team to predict in terms of exactly? You know, I I, I think there's something to that. Like they could be yeah. the second seed in the West again. You could also see a scenario where you know Jaron takes a little longer to get back, and sure. it's not you know whatever, and they could be you know with the way the West is this year, they could be in the play-in type of thing. Yeah, I I don't see the play-in for them. I, I really don't. I just don't. I don't look at. You know, yes, having Zion back in New Orleans is huge, and I just don't see them falling behind 
you know, everybody, you know, there. And that so, mean they'd have to I, be behind I, like Minnesota and yeah. You're, I, well, I mean, then that's understandable why people would think that, you know, getting Rudy Gobert is huge for them. And, um, if he doesn't have the same mentality he had in Utah where he wanted more touches, uh, because I think it's even harder to get him for him in Minnesota than it is in, in Utah, to be honest with you, because you've got three guys that are ball dominant. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 